Talk Live. It's your show, and hey, there went our ISDN line. I don't know why. Don't think that uh, we've got overheating problems tonight, so hopefully the network will be dialing back up here shortly. To those of you on the internet stream, then... Oh, hey, there we go. Hoping we don't continue to have trouble, but if we do, we've got backup systems available. So we will go to our alternate modes if necessary. Anyway, it is Free Talk Live, and it's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Applause out to Mark today. Well, I didn't do anything. You said push. (laughs) I did. What happened today, Mark? How'd well, it go? Uh, uh, Jackson Stewart was uh, born at 9.16 a.m. this morning. Um, as you know, Laura went into labor at 4.20. That's a Get long... out of here. 4.20. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> p.m. yesterday. So gotcha. that's a long darn labor. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I didn't sleep at all last night, and I must say I am exhausted. But uh, as a reward, I have a, a beautiful little boy. Well, congratulations, Mark. I know it's it's been a long time in the in the making here. Yeah, yeah. The past few few weeks have been kind of nail biters here. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's taken longer than we had hoped, and uh, as a result, it was uh, a little bit bigger. Yeah, it was. You know, it was This wasn't this wasn't your uh, textbook easy layup uh, uh, a labor. Um, we didn't go to the hospital. We went to a. Uh, a birthing center. I, I just don't like hospitals. They creep me out. They they'll, they'll poke your kid with uh, injections that yeah, you I may think... or may not want them to have. They'll file paperwork that you may or may not want them to have. They just, in general, think it seems most hospitals think they know better about how to take care of your baby than you do. And I I don't know that I I really dig that. So uh, we went through a birthing center, and uh, you know, if if anybody wants to ask my experience on this uh, birthing thing, I think having the child is wonderful. The birth, I'm not doing that. I'm not. We're yeah. not doing that again. How's um, your hand feeling? My my hand's fine. That <laughs> she wasn't holding on for dear life. Oh, I was, she was she, she was squeezing as hard as uh, she's. I, I'm like I was very surprised at how hard she could squeeze my hand. Wow. Um, you know I'm, I, I, my hand can handle it, but uh, mm-hmm. I was pretty darn surprised. But um, yeah, my recommendation is if you want a child, go to Catholic services. They have lots of them there that need love. <laughs> because um, and that's what you're going to do if you decide to have a second well, one, right? You're going to go and adopt. One of our concerns, and we um, we hadn't looked at it. Sort of, she got pregnant while we were looking at getting adoption. Um, oh, really? Right. And um, so it was an oops. Well, it was a we're going to have a baby kind of thing, and and she's sort of went that way. It was the first month. I mean, she she hadn't been off the pill an entire thirty days. Oh, okay. So, so it was it was a good oops. So oh, you were yeah. intending to have it. Okay. Right. We were we were intending to have a baby one way or the other, and we were exploring some options uh, as far as adoption went. But you got to remember, I'm a convicted felon. I'm not just a convicted felon. I'm a convicted murderer. Mm. It can't be the easiest thing in the world for me to adopt a child. However, I can have as many as I want of my own, if that makes any sense. <laughs> So uh, so you actually haven't got much sleep, and I told you, you didn't have to come in tonight, but uh, here you are, pushing through for Free Talk Live. Well, what, you know, it, uh, it, there's going to be noise in the house anyway. And oh, I'm, yeah, I'll, I heard about that. I'll sleep a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> little, little Jack has uh, inherited his father's lungs. Yeah, going to um, be moving fully, back in here, huh? Fully developed lungs. I doubt that last night will be the only night you don't get much sleep. Well, this was, uh, I just, I tried to sleep this afternoon, and he was uh, pr- pretty fussy, and I, it, he was going straight through the earplugs, I can assure you. Wow. Um, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but uh, you know, it's, it's I, I can find other places to sleep in the house if that's what it comes down to. How is uh, Senor the kitty cat treating he kitty? Seems only mildly interested. Like he's looked at the baby a couple of times, so he's not plotting to you know fall asleep on its head or anything like that. I, I can't imagine that he really. They say cares. that about cats, but isn't that an old wives' tale? It's not true, right? But, um, uh, that cats suffocate babies. Uh, right. I mean, the senor doesn't sleep on anyone. Oh, he doesn't okay. like you. You you saw him. He never got on your lap, right? He's no. not a lap cat. He doesn't. He doesn't like being on you. He likes to lay next to you, but not on you. So I think the worst thing that you can imagine is that uh, you'll have a nine-pound baby sleeping next to a twenty-two-pound cat. So so begins the uh, the next phase of Mark's life, the new life of uh, of one Mark Edge, our uh, co-host here on Free Talk Live. And uh, so again, congratulations, Thanks. Mark. Uh, didn't you also say that this was the very first? Free stater baby, you know, like uh, conceived I think and born. I think there's a, a an argument to be made there. I I'm not 100 percent sure. It's difficult to know with free staters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're 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 hard to track. But uh, as far as a baby conceived in New Hampshire uh, by two free state project members, first one. I think that it would be allegedly. With a, and unchallenged at this point. Yeah, at this point. I mean, there are. There, I believe that there was a baby born to free state project members. In New Hampshire, but not conceived. Gotcha. Or something like that. All right. There you go. There's the update. I'm sure many of our listeners were waiting eagerly to hear about that. Yep. Uh, you'll probably get a bunch of emails now. 1-800-259. Well, uh, as a matter of fact, if you want to see uh, pictures, you can go to uh, BBS, uh, the BBS, bbs.freetalklive.com. Under the general forum, I have uh, posted... Uh, a few pictures for people to look at. There you go. All right. Uh, Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. As always, stuff to talk about. I mentioned this story last night. We didn't get to it, so here you go. Back in January, Sergeant Joseph Chavalia, this from StopTheDrugWar.org, a member of the Lima, Ohio SWAT team, shot and killed Tarika Wilson, who is 26, or was, and shot and maimed her infant son, Sincere Wilson, as she held him in her arms as he and other SWAT team members executed... A drug search warrant at the home Wilson shared with her boyfriend. Now, it was the boyfriend that was the object of the raid. But girlfriend and tiny little infant got in the way, so put a bullet in the girl, put a bullet in the infant, problem solved, right? Well, guess what happened to this particular copper, Sergeant Chevalier? What do you think? Nothing. Well, yeah, you get a little something. Police have presented no evidence that Wilson acted in a threatening manner as the SWAT team burst into her home. On Monday, prosecutors charged Chevalier with two misdemeanors. Misdemeanors. Wow. Yep. Negligent homicide in the death of Ms. Wilson and negligent assault in the wounding of her child. They could see him spend a maximum of eight months in prison if convicted on... Oh, excuse me. He didn't kill the, the, uh, the baby. He maimed the infant. Anyway, uh, so he didn't get attempted murder for that. He just got nope, wow. nope, not at all. In fact, he might be spending a maximum of a whole eight months in prison if convicted on both counts. Now he hasn't been convicted yet either, so keep that in mind. Uh, Wilson's relatives and activists, Wilson's relatives and activists, many of whom allege a pattern of discriminatory policing by the Lima cops, were outraged. The shooting itself touched off a heated city council meeting, uh, several council meetings and protest marches. Many citizens and civil rights leaders, including national figures, uh, called for the police and local elected officials to be held accountable. And those calls grew louder after Chevalier's charges were announced. Now, I can uh, absolutely understand and agree with where the protesters are coming from here. They're outraged and they have a right to be. Mm -hmm. This is a sick, disturbing story that unfortunately is all too common in America today. But I don't think that uh, 
any amount of calling for accountability is going to do anything to change things. I mean, we've seen all of this before. We've right. seen people be, be murdered in cold blood by the cops, and you know the, the cops in question get a slap on the hand, usually at most, and nothing fundamental changes about anything. Nothing ever changes. Yeah, we've seen this story over and over again. When you started reading it, I thought that it was one I've already heard before. I heard about it at Ruby Ridge already. I know. know. It's such a common story, and we just see nothing happen happen from it. I mean, like you said, I'm glad to see people protesting, but it seems we always protest, and then it dies down, and then a couple weeks later, another story pops up about it, but there's no real change. I I think part of the reason is because people don't believe they can actually beat City Hall. They, you know, that's kind of an old cliche, right? You can't, you can't defeat City Hall. Can't fight City Hall. Well, right? yeah, maybe you can, but it's going to take a little bit of concerted effort. And what I mean, of course, is not paying property taxes. I think that would be the way to uh, to starve the beast, so to speak. If uh, if they're not changing their system, if if it's not uh, to your liking, then why do you continue funding it? Oh, well, you're scared, right? You're scared they're going to come and take your house from you. Well, that's a that's a realistic Seems like concern. a legitimate fear. Yeah, well, in many places around America, that is something that has happened to uh, to tax protesters and people that just haven't paid property taxes. Maybe they weren't protesting. Maybe they just didn't pay for whatever reason. So it's a legitimate concern, but it will become a I think it would become a non-issue if you had enough people just refusing to pay. I mean, how many people are they really going to throw out of their homes? Think about that. 800-259-9231. A little more about this story and your calls as well. Plus an update on the situation from Boston where the cops are going door-to-door looking for guns. We'll tell you what's going on there. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, By the way, those features include the bulletin board system. You mentioned it moments ago, Mark. You've posted pictures of uh, Jackson... Or Jack, is it Jackson? Jack, Jack will be Jack. fine. Okay. You've posted pictures of uh, little Jack, your new uh, son, mm-hmm. less than 24 hours old at this point. Uh, you can see those at the BBS. You can also get interactive with our listeners and talk about all kinds of different topics, serious to fun. You'll find it all for free at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. All right. So uh, continuing here with a story from StopTheDrugWar.org, just a, yet another drug war tragedy. Tragic story, a uh, 26-year-old mother shot and killed. Her infant son also shot. Now, he luckily didn't die, believe it or not. Uh, But he was shot and maimed by the police during a uh, drug raid. Now, it wasn't a mistaken raid. They did have the right house in this particular case. But they didn't have any reason to shoot this woman. She wasn't, according to the police's own evidence, she was not acting in any sort of a threatening manner. Right. And while he gets to get off with just being maimed, well, his mom's locked up, then dad... I no, mom's dead. Mom, dad's locked up. Mom's dead, and dad... Mom's dead, dad's locked up, so he gets to grow up uh, it, parentless. Yes, well, as a ward of the state. Oh, beautiful, and he'll have a wonderful yeah. life. He won't go to prison. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, yeah, this does not... I mean, this this happens all the time, these stories. They don't always involve an infant, but uh, the the drug war brings about such... Unnecessary tragedy 
far more tragedy than would ever be brought with just drugs being out there by themselves. If, if drugs were just out there and we didn't have a war on them, if they were just part of the legal marketplace, sure, there would be sad, tragic situations with, you know, parents doing too many drugs and not being able to pay the bills on time or, or whatever the, the, you know, the various different stories would be. I'm sure be. there's that with alcohol now. There absolutely is. But we wouldn't have to add to that all of the senseless killing and harm that is done by the police in the name of the drug war on top of all the drug tragedies. Because the drug war hasn't stopped drug tragedies from happening. That They continue to happen. In fact, one could argue they happen more often because of the illegal nature of the, uh, the narcotics. Since they're a uh, black market, they make, that makes it more dangerous to do them, and so therefore impurities and other things like that can come about. And that can cause many of the overdoses and problems that we see with people actually taking the drugs. But if the cops would stop this war on drugs, if they would just stop and you know start investigating real crimes like murder and rape, then we'd immediately have a lower uh, body count in this country. There'd be less innocent deaths and less cops would die too. Uh, yes, but there would be less jobs. I, I mean, I was just um, talking with a, a member of law enforcement against prohibition. Really? Police, police who believe that we should um, end this senseless drug war. And he said that ending the drug war would be much like um, trying to put toothpaste back into the tube. A very difficult task because you pretty much got an entire industry. They really do. That is being funded by this drug war and stopping it would mean a loss of billions and billion dollars worth of jobs. Um, yeah, it, but, the, but, but that's only if you look at it from the government's perspective. Oh, yes, of course. So, yeah, okay, so we're going to get rid of the drug war and get rid of the DEA. Yeah, we're going to get all the... Those guys are going to have to find new jobs. They're gonna, and dr- the jobs that allow them to get their adrenaline rushes as well, because don't think that these guys aren't getting some kind of a kick off busting down people's doors, um, guns ablazing. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what job could possibly replace. I mean, as far as adrenaline rushes go i don't know where to go to get those maybe they could go in like skydiving extreme sports yeah, yeah there you go race car driver or something yeah but but my point here is that uh, their jobs would not be lost in that they wouldn't it's not like they wouldn't be able to get a job somewhere else they would just have to get a job doing something more productive with their time instead of ruining people's lives that's all that's all i'm suggesting be a productive member of society instead of stealing from Pretty much stealing from other people because yeah. this drug bust, they don't only kill the person, arrest the person, but they also get to take all the money and all the drugs. Um, sometimes they destroy the drugs, but oftentimes the drugs are just turned around and sold again on the streets. The story here is, again, from Drug War Chronicle. The NAACP president in Lima, Ohio, where this uh, event took place, tragedy took place, says, Anytime a man shoots through a baby and kills an unarmed woman and is charged with two misdemeanors, I think it would be an understatement to say that's unacceptable. Yeah. He also said the charges should have been more serious and added the NAACP will ask the FBI and Justice Department to investigate whether the case had been handled fairly. He said, uh, the brother of Tarika Wilson, the dead woman, said, no one's above the law, even if he serves it. Don't separate the police from the people. We're all equal in society. Treat the police like you would treat the common man. I can't say I agree with that. Yeah, hold them to a higher standard. Yeah, I, at least hold them to the standard of, of, of everyone else, at the very least. Now, I would agree that police, and, and I think most police would say, that they should abide by a higher standard because they are law enforcement officers. They should abide by a higher standard. Set but the example. One can make the argument that they're people too, and so therefore they should be held to the account, uh, you know, same account that people are. Either way, I'll take that because the crap we've got going now is nothing like that. They have an entirely different standard um, by which they are judged, and this is the evidence. 
the reason I say that uh, I wouldn't treat them as, as I would the common man is because the common man isn't a threat to me. The common man isn't someone who can take away my liberty at the point of a gun and throw me into a cell for something that I may or may not have actually done. The common man isn't going to come to my door and destroy my life, kick in my, uh, the, the door to my apartment or my house and, uh, and start shooting. The common man doesn't do that. The common man is a calm individual who goes about his life only inter- interacting with others on a voluntary basis. That's what the common man is. The police, on the other hand, are dangerous people. And I, I, for one, am quite frightened of them, and I don't want to have anything to do with them, or as little as possible to do with them. So if the common man comes to my door, I'll happily talk to that common man, whatever he's calling. Maybe he's coming to you know, share with me the word of the Jehovah's Witness, or whatever it is that he's coming. I'd rather talk to five Jehovah's Witnesses than any cops at my door. I will not open my door for the police. Will not talk to the police. Not interested. Yeah, I had the cops accidentally come to my house instead of the one next to really? uh, a couple of weeks ago, and... Uh, and nothing happened. They knocked. I said, no, you have the wrong address. Um, no, luckily, nothing bad happened, but mm-hmm. I was trembling for a good like half hour after they left. Like, you didn't that open was, the door, though? I, open, I, I did what they said to do and busted. I opened the door a crack, stepped outside, shut the door behind me, and talked to them outside on my porch, Like obviously not wanting them to let in or anything. But it's nerve-wracking just when they come to your yeah. door and then leave and nothing's bad happens. I can't imagine if they came to my house and wanted to bust down my door... That's that's life-altering. It's got to be terrifying. Uh, But just a quick pointer here, Toby. You have no obligation to actually open the door or speak to the police. Now, Busted is a great video, and we've got it on uh, a link to it on our BBS. Uh, So you're welcome to watch it, and it's got some excellent information in it. But according to Barry Cooper from Never Get Busted, former law enforcement officer himself, he says he doesn't answer the door for police. Really? There's no reason to do so. Well, um I'm... I think in this particular instance, if he hadn't, you know, it was a mistake, right? They just came, oh, wrong address, all right, see you later. And it's the wrong address, and they didn't have a battering ram. That's mm-hmm. good news. Right. And um, in, whereas if he would have said, who is this? Police, I don't talk to you. Goodbye. You know, or whatever. I'm, I'm not opening the door for you. Then he could have raised their suspicions to some extent, and they, you know, bother him. Well, they, can, they can't bother you if you're not opening the door for them. If, if they don't have At a that warrant... Moment, they bothered this woman. They bust down her door and shot her. Well, they had a warrant, and yeah. so they were going to bust down the door whether they opened it or not. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. But what can outraged citizens do to fight back about, uh, against police injustice? It's Free Talk Live. It's time to pick a candidate, a serious candidate for president, and start moving forward. That candidate is George Phillies. This is George Phillies, Libertarian for President. I approved of this message, paid for by Phillies 2008. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy those on us, including the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photos to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. See what it's all about, shrine.freetalklive.com. You can lose up to 25 pounds in just nine days without permanently changing your diet. Check out this amazing doctor-recommended cleanse. Go to ftldiscount.com. You can read some real testimonials there, and you can find out how to order. That's ftldiscount.com. 
All right, so we're talking about the cops out of control. As always, there's never any shortage of stories to go around here. But in this particular case, it's extra heartbreaking uh, because a 26-year-old mother was shot and killed. And apparently the bullet passed through her infant prior to actually uh, attaching itself inside Tarika Wilson. So her infant managed to survive the gunshot wound while Tarika uh, did perish, unfortunately. Mm. And the people in Lima, Ohio, are pretty upset. The activists, uh, many of the, uh, I, I guess, the people in the area, very upset. There have been protests. They've been demanding that the local elected officials and the police be held accountable. Oh, what do they, what do they expect to happen? I mean, this the cop in the case, by the way, has uh, been charged with two misdemeanors. He's looking at a maximum of eight months. Eight months for killing a woman in cold blood. She was not posing any sort of a threat, according to the police's own paperwork. She didn't have a weapon or anything like that. She was holding her baby at the time she was shot. Now, what I'm wondering about this, those drug warriors out there, do they justify this by saying, well, there was... Their fault. They, yep. She was living in a house with drugs. That's right. She, she was bringing, the law. She was bringing her baby up with drugs around. He was yep. going to be a worthless good for nothing anyways. Is That's it, how they... Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's how they tell themselves. That's what they tell themselves. And a life is gone. And another life is ruined. A couple lives are ruined. And I'm sure family members, too. This isn't only touching the couple lives here, the baby and the mother. Sure. Uh, this is everybody. This is... This is huge for everyone, people. Everyone who ever cared about either of those uh, two people. And the guy Not could get a maximum of eight months. It, it further alienates the segment of society. Um, I believe this is uh, was a black woman and a black child, is that correct? Tarika, presumably. Yeah. The, and the NAACP's involved. Okay, yes. Uh, tell me people aren't alienated. Mm. Tell me they aren't. Tell me uh, that, that you can't understand what it's like to be black and poor in America. Well, this is why, uh, by the way, Barry Cooper from Never Get Busted says to not answer the door for the police. You can talk to them through the door if you feel like you really have to talk to them, but there's no reason to open the door to give them the opportunity to sniff something out, uh, maybe smell a little marijuana or see somebody, you know, an underage kid with an alcohol, you know, bo- bottle of beer in his hand. The the, uh, the people in the black neighborhoods of America have learned this lesson well. They understand that the police are not their friends, that they are their enemies, and that they're dangerous, and you just don't want to answer the door for them. There's no reason to talk to them. Uh, in this case, there wouldn't have been anything that Tarika could have done because it was a raid, so they kicked in the door. There was no chance to answer it in the, in the first place. Uh, but, you know, the question becomes, what can people do who are concerned about this situation? Well, besides running for office and, you know, trying to elect people in this sort of long, lifelong process of politics, I think people really need to consider not paying property taxes. Because there's all kinds of things that the city government does here that I don't agree with. Number one, now, thank goodness, I don't think we have very many drug raids here in Keene, at least not not too many that I've heard about. Uh, But the number one thing that's most objectionable to me has to be government schooling. I, for one, am not interested in paying my hard-earned money to indoctrinate young people in America with this socialistic, government-worshipping mentality. And if, all, if it's only... It's the if, highest portion of the budget, and I find it distasteful myself. Yeah, over 50%, probably about 60% of uh, the, the property taxes that I pay goes to the government school system here. And I... I just find it morally objectionable. I have no interest in funding it. But I'm also frightened, as you are, Mark, as you are frightened to not pay federal taxes. I've taken that step. 
but I'm frightened to not pay the local taxes because I'm concerned they're going to send a goon squad over here to throw me out of my house. And if it's just you alone, they probably will. It'll take them a few years. But... It will take them some time, and I have been told that no one remembers the last time the city of Keene actually took someone's house for non-payment of property taxes, but it can happen. It's possible. It's not like it's outlawed or anything like that. They have these things called tax sales, where if you don't pay property taxes, or I guess if you only pay a percentage, I thought maybe there was a chance if I paid like a percentage, it could be shown that I am still paying something. I don't think so. I think that what um, what's going to happen there is whatever you pay is going to go against the last bill, um, the, the, the first bill that you had that went unpaid, mm-hmm. and uh, therefore... You know, really only pay for the fees that are piling up on that bill. Yeah. So I'm concerned about that, and that's why I would like to find some others to join with me on this. I believe that if uh, if only a handful of people were to actually do this and to say, even, whether it be here in Keene or there in Lima or wherever it is that you are, to say, hey, we've had enough of this. We've had enough of the police abuse. We've had enough of this government, indoct- these do- government indoctrination camps. Look, I don't mind paying for roads. I don't mind paying for fire protection. That's all fine with me. So, you know, why don't you give me a you know little itemized bill, and I'll pay certain portions of it that I actually want the Most services of. Most of them are of. itemized. Yeah, um, we don't get that here in Keene. No? No, it's not, not itemized. So... Uh, but but you know having people actually refuse to pay and be vocal about it, publish something in the newspaper or get on the radio and the television to talk about the fact that you're not paying and why you're not paying and invite others to not pay with you. Once it gets to a certain point, they won't be able to take everyone's house. Very true, but I don't think that would work in this situation because we're talking about a poor community where probably the people who would be not wanting to pay their t- property taxes probably are don't renting. Own. Yeah, yep. so they they wouldn't have any say in it. I think that if it if it did happen, it would, that would that would be pretty ballsy to take that step and do that. I mean, I don't think well, I would, it needs to happen somewhere. I Maybe would, it'll happen here. We'll find out. I think yeah, I'd need a big group of people to to go on that with me How if big? I was going to do that. I don't know. I'd Ten, do it with five. Five people? I would do it with five. Absolutely. 1-800-259-9231. You can take five control. different properties, or uh, what about a couple? Does that count as two? It's a good question. Five <laughs> properties, I think, would make me feel better. But you know what? I might be able to be talked into less. If, if people were really serious about that and being public about it, I might go with three. Anyway, let's go to, uh, to uh, Indy calling from Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live. Indy. Hi, my name is Indy. I'm a former soldier in the war on drugs, and I apologize for everything I did during that period. Oh, my goodness. What did you do? Uh, I work for military special forces, and I can't tell too much more. I've talked to you guys about this before, but uh, the military is absolutely engaged in the war on drugs, probably for budgetary reasons. But uh, Who were you going after in the military? Were you going after other military members or what? Negative. Um, the U.S. military is actively engaged in the war on drugs, and that's well published in a lot of right places. foreign countries. Oh, like Colombia? You can't give locations. Uh, maybe. Well, we know maybe. there's we know there's stuff going down in Colombia. I mean, uh, whether or not you were involved in Colombia, that's the kind of stuff you're talking about, the eradication projects and that sort of thing. And in retrospect, it was wrong. It's not the correct approach to the problem, and it results in the death of a you know a woman who whose child's going to grow up without parents. It's just, mm. it's terrible. I've switched sides. I think, that, one. I think that's all we can ask one. from our um, from the drug warriors is that they you know take a look at the evidence and then when they see the truth, I I think, think that I I don't think you can do any I don't think you can hold it against them. Any one of us at eighteen, many, We've all many, made mistakes. many people um, at eighteen will, will you know it, it, it's it, it sounds like a fun thing to do um, to go work for the government. Who knew that it was 
you know, morally objectionable. What, uh, Indy, what did it take for you to figure it out? Uh, how long was it? What was, was there one particular event that really clicked for you? No, I approached the end of my enlistment and became enlightened afterward. I thought I was doing the right thing at the time, but obviously I wasn't, especially with incidents that you've reported on today. Mm. It was a pattern of events like that where I switched sides, and there's obviously a better way to deal with the drug quote-unquote problem and uh, deal with it like a consumer good like anything else, like alcohol and tobacco. Have you heard about law enforcement against prohibition? Of course I have. Of course I have. Is that something and, that helped to persuade you into changing your mind, or did you see the no, light before that? No, I found out that? about that afterward. I mean, I'm pretty easily uh, educated on subjects, and obviously this is not the right way to handle, again, the quote-unquote problem that we supposedly have. I want to come back Mark. with a little more of you, Indy. Hang on. 800-259-9231. Former drug warrior on the line with us right now. And uh, we'll talk to you about whatever's on your mind as well. 800-259-9231. It's always interesting to hear the stories of the the turnaround and how these people's hearts and minds were changed. And they uh, have rejected this insane war on drugs and embraced freedom of choice. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. You enjoy the show, want to help us out, then shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Start your shopping there. Amazon.freetalklive.com. We go back to Indy in Connecticut. Indy, formerly of the U.S. military, involved in some drug operations. Uh, Kind of hush-hush, top secret. You can't exactly tell us what you did. But you did do it, and you regret it, and you've uh, you've taken you've you know you're repenting at this point and trying to make good. What are some of the ways that you are trying to, uh, I guess, undo the damage you've done, if if possible? Well, I'm now a secret agent against the drug war. I'm I'm the guy with no probable cause who drives his truck around, and I invite police officers to in, invite an illegal search on me. I have nothing in my truck. I have no probable cause, but nobody searches my vehicle without consent. And if ever it happens, I'll bait them in, so to speak, so as to help the uh, the regular guys out there who may have probable cause, and we can uh, catch them off guard, so to speak, legally. So let me see if I understood that correctly. You, you drive around looking to get pulled over by the cops? Uh, in a matter of speaking, well, we all speed, we all do this and that, uh, you know, right turn on a red when you maybe shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And when they do, if they think they want to search my vehicle, I'll stand up. I'm a big guy. I said, no, no way. And almost inviting them in and see if they're going to cross that line. And when and if they do, which they have not yet, I'll uh, put my foot down. I have the funds behind me to protect myself. And I'll set an example to the police department, whatever respective department it is, that no, you can't do that. So how does this encounter usually go? You, They say, we want, we want, can you step out of your vehicle? We want to search your car. You say, no, I don't consent to a search. What's, what's their reaction to that? Oh, you're a little off base. That was Toby, right? Yes. Um, just be a little bit uncooperative. Give them the bare minimum. Um, I think Lauren Canario is pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum. Bare minimum required by law. Be un- slightly uncooperative. Don't look them right in the eyes and just give them what they want, which invites uh, intrusion into uh, my Fourth Amendment rights. 
So when you say give them what they want, the bare minimum, that's uh, registration and license. Want. No, no, he said you give them what they want, but you, you know, you look, you're acting a little suspicious, right? Absolutely. And see if huh. they take the bait. Nobody has uh, pushed the issue just yet. I have been asked for my vehicle to be searched. No, no. And they threatened to get the drug dog out. That's fine. Bring it on. Did they? Did any of them actually bring the drug dog? One did in your fair state of uh, New Hampshire, actually. Oh, my. And I'm usually in a colored shirt and uh, sports coat, but that's fine. Guys like us need to be out on the streets and uh, letting them know, no, no trampling on my rights. Wow, good for you. Now, uh, now, what were you up here in our lovely New Hampshire for? What brought you up this way? I uh, Thank you for bringing that up. I was in Keene the other day. You guys still had like two feet of snow on the side of the roads. Which, it's uh, gone now. You... It's just uh, just about gone. <laughs> it was last week, but uh, hopefully you can appreciate what week. our settlers went through. Um, I travel all, all over New England. I'm in the insurance investigative business, oh. and uh, that's what we do. Oh, you're actually investigating something important now. That's very well, good. So uh, so any chance you're going to be joining the Free State Project, actually uh, moving up here permanently? I'm only two hours away, guys, but convincing the wife is a different story. But uh, I'll probably become a friend of the near future. Very good. You can do that at freestateproject.org. Thanks for your call tonight, Indy. Appreciate the story, and thank you for uh, for seeing the light and coming on to uh, the side of good. 800-259-9231, because the people that are enforcing this war on drugs, they may be nice folks in their personal lives, but what they're doing to people in the name of the law is sick, and it needs to stop. And it's people like Indy and people like Barry Cooper and the other uh, people, uh, Bradley Jardis and uh, Jack Cole and the rest of the people over in law enforcement against prohibition. It's those folks that are really going to help it stop sooner rather than later. The fact that we have thousands now, thousands of former law enforcers, actually it may not be thousands of them, but... A lot of them. I a think lot. it's thousands, it's I believe. The, I know there's thousands of members, members of LEAP, but, how many but they're not all Leos. Leos right. yeah. They're not all Leos. Anyway, there are some very credible former law enforcement officers and even a handful of current law enforcement officers that have joined this wonderful organization, Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, and they're going out there and they're reaching out to the, the, the existing cops in America and they're they're talking to them. And what's interesting is they find out that a significant amount of American police don't want to have to do this war on drugs thing. That they get it. That they don't want to be involved in it. But it's just that, you know, they've got a job to do, right? And they're just doing, you know, their jobs, enforcing got the law. Got a mortgage to pay. And so they're kind of stuck in, a, in an awful situation that in many cases uh, puts them in a position where they have to do something they don't want to do because they have a mortgage to pay, because they've got mouths to feed. And, um, you know, they may be living paycheck to paycheck and they just don't feel like they can take that leap and, and quit their job. Or maybe they love policing, but they just hate the drug war portion of it. There are a lot of cops out there that would like to end the war on drugs. The problem, though, is that they have to be real hush-hush about it. Because if you start talking about those things, if you take a position on the war on drugs that's not in favor of it, and you're a cop, you'll be punished. There are administrative things, retribution, that they can take on you, your career. They can lock you down from ever getting promoted out of the night shift, for instance. Yeah, and if you're just a beginning cop out there, you're not making much money. No. And so... They probably can't fire you over it. they can keep you at that beginning pay for right. a very long time. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole time. So that's one of the reasons why there's only, like, two cops in Law Enforcement Against Prohibition that are actual on-the-job law enforcement officers. And I think two of, all two of them are here in New Hampshire. 
So, anyway, we'll keep an eye on uh, the continuing developing situation with law enforcement against prohibition and the drug wars. We continue with your calls about anything. It's Doug in Arkansas. You're on Free Talk Live. Doug. Well, how you doing? What's on your mind? I have a few things on my mind. First off, Ice-T had a song with his band about the police. Second off, Cop what's killer. going on with these chemtrails that they're spraying over us every single day? We have the wildest weather ever. We have nice storms, tornadoes, and I'm in northwest Arkansas. You're having tornadoes when you should be having Santa Claus. You're also having floods that, you know, floods that haven't been seen and so let me see if I've got this straight. To, listen, you're telling me, Doug, you're telling me that chemicals being sprayed from the sky are creating floods? How exactly I, is that chemicals can make more water? I don't believe uh, the whole thing, sir, is I don't know what they're spraying out of the back of these planes, but I see it. I feel it. Sometimes you can smell it. And as far as I can see, on any network alternative, I mean, you're not going to get... The Fox Network, you're not going to get what we're talking about. But I can't get anybody to talk about what's going on. No. Nope. I, I actually find myself, my, myself and my family's moods being affected by what's going on in the sky. Yeah, I find that kind of hard to believe. I mean, do you think they're just doing it in Arkansas? Because I used to live in Florida and here in New Hampshire. I can't say I feel any different necessarily than I've ever felt. Uh, do you think they're just spraying you down there? Oh, no, absolutely not. In no? fact, I was on the other quote-unquote network today, and the man was in, I believe, Arizona. He pulled down his blinds, looked out, and he said he saw him. There's something, come on now, you know there's something going on in the sky. No, Anybody that walks outside that has a brain and two yeah, eyes. Yeah, it's called planes and contrails, sir. No, That's what's going on in the sky. Contrails, no. will, contrails will go away in, what do you say, an hour? You have to understand there are different uh, no. there are different situations that can happen in the yeah. atmosphere. Absolutely. Different circumstances. Making, Do a little bit of uh, research. You'll find it on. I've now, done, here's here's my main question for you. The people who are they're spraying all these chemicals and it's affecting everybody's moods too. Whoever's spraying them, where are they living? Are they being affected? Are their moods being affected as well? Maybe they're living in New Hampshire. Well, we got we got them here too. I mean, I believe that. So they're getting all there. I look they're... outside and I see chemtrails every single day, and I I'm a thirty middle thirty year old, and and my entire life up till now I haven't seen those. I don't believe they're contrails. I've contrails seen them since I can fade. ever remember. Uh, since I was a little kid, they've been up in the sky, and yes, you're right, oh. depending on the weather, they do you stay longer. Sometimes they no, dissipate faster. You know I'm at a loss I, here. I Doug, like thank you, guys, you for the call tonight. I'm I'm just at a loss as to how to handle these people. Well, it's very difficult. They're so well, convinced. I, I, I'm not 100% sure that the government isn't trying to control the weather with, uh, you know, by spraying stuff out of the back of uh, well, planes. No, now, now some say it's the weather. Some say they're trying to control your mind. Well, he okay. thought both. He thought that you they were controlling the weather and his whole family's their moods are changing because of it. So uh, maybe they're doing both at the same time. How the people who are spraying them are getting away with not being affected, it's a mystery to me. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever you want. I think the whole chemtrail thing is just a colossal waste of time and a distraction and nothing more than that. I would agree with that. Either way, if they're real or not, there's not a damn thing you can do about it. 
except for maybe not pay the federal government more on the way. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. We are launching an hour number two of the program. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. That's 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy them on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. It is Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. All right. Once again, 800-259-9231. So to uh, bring our listeners up to speed that are just tuning in, the end of last hour, we had yet another chemtrail caller dial in. And so before we continue taking calls, because when one calls, it seems like five call in after that. Because we don't toe the line on the chemtrail issue. We are not true believers, as uh, some of our listeners apparently are. However, there are things worth possibly considering. And I think that we have considered the options, all of us. I think we've all considered the possibility that these, this sort of behavior is, is uh, an option for government, p- putting chemicals out over the population. We know for a fact, Mark, that in the, uh, the mid-90s, they did it in Florida. Yeah, malthion spraying for uh, mosquitoes. And, but it, you know, they basically told you about it at that point. Eh, watch out and be sure to rinse your car off because it could take off the paint and stuff. Real disturbing. Yeah, and there was some actually some uh, some disturbing fallout that came from that with certain people's health, and uh, you know, it was certainly not a safe thing to do to spray chemicals from the sky. So if it's actually happening, it's a terrible idea. It's not like any of us w- would be in favor of spraying people from the sky. I don't think any of us would be in favor of that. It's just, I would say that there's no damn way you're ever going to prove it. Well... Maybe you can after the fact, and that's well, why I'm going to throw I'm going to throw these guys a bone here. Okay, there are I mean, people on hold that want to talk about the chemtrail thing. Before we go to your calls, I'm going to throw you a bone. This is from the Guardian. Now, the last caller was saying, "Oh, they would never report this on Fox and blah blah blah." Well, the Guardian is talking about something that actually happened in the past, and the story is from back in 2002 is when it was written. But it's interesting, and one of the you know chemtrail people sent this to me. So, to be fair, we're going to share this with you. The Ministry of Defense turned large parts of the country into a giant laboratory to conduct a series of germ, secret germ warfare tests on the public. A government report just released provides for the first time a comprehensive official history of Britain's biological weapons trials between 1940 and 1979. So almost 40 years of tests. Many of these tests involved releasing potentially dangerous chemicals and microorganisms over vast swaths of the population without the public being told. While details of some secret trials have emerged in recent years, the 60-page report reveals new information about more than 100 covert experiments. The report reveals that military personnel were briefed to tell any inquisitive inquirer the trials were part of research projects into weather and air pollution. The tests carried out by the government scientists at Porton Down were designed to help the military or the Ministry of Defense rather assess Britain's vulnerability if the Russians were to have released clouds of deadly germs over the country. In most cases, the trials did not use biological weapons, but alternatives which scientists believe would mimic germ warfare and which the MOD claimed were harmless. But families in certain areas of the country who have children with birth defects are saying differently. And so, again, you know, it goes on to, to 
identify a number of the different things that they did here and, you know, the different testing periods and the tests that they ran and some of the uh, the chemicals. So there you go. There's some hard evidence that governments have engaged in behavior that is exactly as the conspiracy people are suggesting. Okay. Now, how's that going for us? What do you mean? Well, fighting it. Now we have proof. The government, at least Great Britain, has sprayed chemicals from the sky. What are we going to do about it? That's a great question, Mark. Not a damn thing. Nothing. This, you know, I mean, people mutter about the, they're spraying chemicals from the sky. They're killing us. But wh- wh- Really? This is they're spraying chemicals from the sky and and quite possibly killing people off is you know they're going to put us all in death camps. Well, time to pick up the shotgun then, Mister. Time to head to Washington D.C. and start shooting <laughs> uh, politicians if that's what they're doing. If they're up in the sky spraying poison, that's your next choice because you're never going to stop them. Right. You can't vote them out. You can't stop them. Yeah, it's great. I, I want to know, and we'll get to that here uh, when we take these calls, but I'd like to know from you if you're one of these chemtrail uh, zealots, you know, what exactly is your plan? Is it to keep telling people, look up, look up at the sky, because that's what one of them told us. You should go out and look at the sky. And then what? Okay, there are some contrails. I don't know if they're chemtrails or contrails, because you can't really tell the difference. They claim that one stays around longer, but then again, actual tests have shown that contrails can stick around if the conditions are right. So, you know, it doesn't really matter if you can identify them. Let's just presume they are chemicals. Then what do I do? Run around like, you know, a chicken with his head cut off, trying to find a gas mask, and, you know, walk around with a gas mask on all the time, like Michael Jackson with his little, uh, his little hospital mask that he wears? I mean, come on. We're all healthy. People are all living longer, healthier lives today. I mean, the claims that these people make fly in the face of reality. Right. I, I mean, I still can't get the point. If there really are all these chemtrails out there, where are the people living that are releasing them? The people, the masterminds of this whole thing. Where are the, where's their family living? Yeah, I mean, are they telling po- their families to stay home during the day and put on gas masks so I mean, they can be immune? These chemtrails are supposedly all over the world, not just in the United States. I've heard claims that they're all over the entire world. How can how can we get away from them? How can the masterminds protect themselves? How are they not being mind-controlled or getting unhealthy or whatever it is? You know what I think this is? It's really just a big, colossal waste of time. Uh, people are spending hours and hours. The conspiracy people love to brag about how many hours of research they put into things. That way they can you know, pretend like they, they're special because they've done all this research. Well, look, all you've done is just thrown away hours of your time into figuring out this conspiracy. Nothing's going to come of this. Nothing's going to change. Just like Mark said, you can't vote these people out. Incumbents get reelected to the tune of 90%, you know, in the 90th percentile in many cases. Washington, D.C. isn't going to change because you found some pictures of some trails in the sky. So really, it's all totally irrelevant, at least for what we're doing. And what we're doing is we're talking about liberty and freedom and spreading the message of freedom and liberty. It's much more infectious than some conspiracy theory about chemicals in the sky. It makes more sense. It's something that people can get, you know, with very little explanation. You can understand what liberty is about. But right. you don't, you don't have, we don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to try to convince somebody that we're being sprayed from the heavens. There's, there's plenty of examples to point out where the government's going wrong that are obvious to everyone. You, we did a story at the beginning of a woman who was shot dead. Her, in, her infant was shot, and she was shot dead by the right. police busting down her door. Now, that's you hard evidence. You don't have evidence. to convince anyone that this happened. It happened. Here's a news story. <laughs> it's going on. It's really deadly. Right. 
Let's go to the phone calls, see what you have to say. Talk to Rich in Nevada. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Rich. Yeah, you can st- you can sit out on your balcony here in Las Vegas with binoculars, and you can watch them crisscross the sky with that. And I grew up near an Air Force Base, and I've been hunting all my life, and I've been looking in the sky for 40 years. Isn't that and nice? And I know a B-52 uh, contrail, and I know when I see somebody turn the thing on and right in the middle of the sky, and he goes across. I don't know what it is. I'm glad you have enough time to sit around and watch planes fly around in the sky. That's great. Well, I just do it on just having a cigarette on my balcony. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it you is know? either. You know, you know, Genesis Communication Network is is basically a network full of nitwits. Okay. And uh, it's probably a disinfo operation. A disinfo. Why don't you explain what that? What do you? Why don't you explain what that means? <laughs> you well, think Alex it, doesn't even want to talk about it anymore? Do you think that Jew, my Jewish is, overlords it, are writing it, me a check? Going across the sky. Who knows what it is? But you take you take you take the people and the, they're the nitwits. I don't think so. You guys are the nitwits. Can you answer any of the questions we asked before we brought Ask you on? Ask me a question. What's that? Ask me a question. What are you going to do about it? Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know. You got a good, you know, I'd like to, uh, maybe I'll talk to uh, Shelly Berkeley next time I see her. I don't know who that we is. don't know who the hell you're talking about, man. I don't know who Shelly Berkeley is. You know who she is? No. She's a congressman from Nevada. Okay. All right? So, I mean. So you're going to talk to your congressman, people huh? People like you on the radio tell people that there's nothing they can do about it. Um, I really know what your motive is. We're looking for you. We're asking you what you're going to do about it, and all you're saying, you're going to call your congressman. Yeah, that's going to do a lot, buddy. Give me a break. You got anything else? Any other ideas? I mean, you certainly have enough time to sit out on your back porch, smoke a bunch of cigarettes, look up at the sky. Certainly you're thinking about what you could possibly do about the situation, right? Sure. And one other thing. Um, Ron Paul, he was the biggest scam out of Texas. A scam? There wasn't one ad in Las Vegas, Nevada for he, Ron Paul. He what? There wasn't, he was the biggest scam. All those people that gave him money, he was a lackluster attempt at becoming president. It was a scam. Talk about a negative Nancy. Get off my phones. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. I'd like to address that a little bit further, but he wasn't worth holding on to. We'll talk about Ron Paul and whether or not he was a scam in moments. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line for you. 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free. So enjoy those on us, including archives and entire year's worth of the show. Front page of the website for your downloading convenience. So enjoy those on us. Freetalklive.com. And the Free State Project Porcupine Freedom Festival, better known as Porkfest, is June 9th through the 15th. At Porkfest, you'll be able to see firsthand why Ron Paul loves New Hampshire and its activists, as well as expand your network of liberty-loving activists, businesses, and organizations. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at Porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. going to address a couple of the things the last caller brought up, since he was such a downer. I had to get him off the phones, uh, but I did take a few notes about what he said, and I, you know, it does deserve a. I think it deserves a response at least. Uh, first, he suggested that we are part of a disinformation network. Well, for our radio listeners that don't know what he was referring to when he mentioned Genesis Communications Network, uh, allow me to explain. Most radio talk shows, like ours 
don't mention their networks on the air. Rush Limbaugh does. He says the EIB network, but that's not really his network. No, it's not. That's just made up. It's made up. Uh, You know, most of them, uh, Michael Savage doesn't talk about how he's on the talk radio network. Uh, You know, the... Sean Hannity doesn't mention that he works for ABC Radio Networks, so that's kind of a transparent thing to most radio audiences. But for our Internet listeners, uh, many of whom are listening live via the network stream, they are very intimately familiar with the Genesis Communications Network. And uh, GCN, as it is called, is kind of has been a network that uh, for a long time has been known to have, well, oh, I don't know, conspiracy crackpot shows on the air. I mean, for lack of a better term. And uh, that's we're kind of one of their breakout shows. We're not the conspiracy crackpot show. Uh, we're more of a mainstream program. I try to look at it all objectively, you know. I, I try to look at every one of these things that that uh, is brought before me objectively. Does this make sense? Is this possible? What are we going to do about it? How, you know, that kind of thing. But. I just don't see chemtrails. I, oh, I was still talking about GCN, the, I know. the network. Uh, so. And, and I don't want to make it sound like the whole network's that way. They've also got other shows on the weekend. You know, they've got kind of the staple shows like the home talk shows and the pet shows, and which absolutely have nothing to do with uh, the kooky conspiracy stuff. But still, the bulk of their programming during the week is kind of the you know the conspiracy theory shows. And there's a huge you know there's a huge outlet for uh, people that want to listen. There's a lot of people that want to listen to that stuff, and so they they make money off of doing it. And the last caller was suggest- yeah, and I loved the Genesis Communications Network. They gave us one of the greatest opportunities we've ever had, and that was to be syndicated radio show it's been real nice uh, working with them so thank uh thank you to to uh to ted anderson and the rest of the crew over there at gcn they got behind free talk live when no one else would and it's worked out for them and it's worked out for us that's why we're still here and and they're still there everybody's making money so uh so the last guy suggested we're disin part of a disinformation network which the suggestion there is that that would mean that Ted Anderson, the owner of uh, Genesis Communications Network, is working for the CIA or NSA or something like that. And uh, the, the fact that he created this network, to, uh, uh, the Genesis Communications Network, to put all these ideas out there was to simply throw people off the trail, to, get, to give them disinformation so they don't know what's going on out there in the world. Talk about a nutty con- conspiracy theory. Yeah. I mean, the, the, see, this is what you'll get into. When you, when you find out about the world of the conspiracy theorist, you'll end up discovering that they actually have conspiracy theories about their own people. So, like, there are theories out there. You might have heard of Alex Jones. He's kind of like the number one conspiracy guy. I don't know Alex. I've traded a couple emails with him. Seems like a hell of a nice guy to me. I, I've got nothing against Alex Jones at all. That's only we bring him up because he's the most well-known, I think, of, of the bunch. And there are conspiracy theories about Alex Jones out there. You know, the guy who gets on the radio every day of the week and rants and raves about the federal government and how uh, how bad it is and how, you know, the terrible things they're doing to people. He's not talking about chemtrails enough. Apparently, yeah, exactly. And so now uh, now Ted Anderson, the head of Genesis Communications Network, is being brought into uh, the uh, the allegations, suggesting he's a disinformation. And so are we. I mean, if, right. if I am part of the, uh, the, the, the global conspiracy, where's my check? That's all I want. Well, they're just going to say you're lying, Mark. I, it, you're getting a check. I'm not saying I can't be bought off. I'm just asking, <laughs> where's my check? Well, I can tell you that. Uh, Please, one of our one of our uh, banking superiors out there, the, the the lizard people or whomever is running this global <laughs> conspiracy. I don't know if it's the Teutonic Knights. I don't know if it's aliens. I don't know if it's My Little Pony. I don't care. Write me a check. 
And I'm, I'll say what you want. I'll be your voice box. <laughs> I just need a check. That's we, all. We met Ted Anderson uh, last year for the first time because we don't all live in the same place. Makes a mean bratwurst. He uh, came out here to New Hampshire uh, during the Ed and Elaine Brown situation, and he himself uh, put together an entire event a concert event, uh, and it was a fundraiser for the for Ed and Elaine Brown. These uh, this nice old couple that was uh, standing up against the federal government. And Ted Anderson's a stand-up guy. Yeah, there's no disinformation going on here. I mean, why we take calls about anything? There are no calls calls that are screened out. I mean, if we were putting disinformation out there, we'd be very very careful about what we let on the air. I think the disinformation, if anything, is you know the Sean Hannity show where. If you disagree, you probably aren't going to get on the air with him. Right. For Why would we let a guy on who's going to... He's blowing the lid off of our whole conspiracy. <laughs> Why would we let him on? Well, yeah, as soon as he had made an accusation like that, we could just hit a dump button and he'd disappear right. off the air seven so it never seconds, um, Seven seconds of his you audio can have 80 in the seconds. past is gone. No, no. You can have 80 seconds of delay these days, Mark. True. We could delay an entire minute of the show. You'd never know that caller was on the air. It's all a matter of how far down the rabbit hole you want to go, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to look down it, poke around a little bit for entertainment purposes more than anything, but it gets pretty dark and creepy down there. There's yeah. conspiracy theories that uh, I don't know who creates them. I'm sure there are. Maybe there are some disinformation conspiracies out there. Um, I know that this isn't one of That's them. That's why I don't like these conspiracy theory-type things, because you just can't prove them and if you if you can convince somebody that it's true what are you guys going to do about it letter writing campaigns to your congress critters how many of them are going to care how many of them are going to stop paying taxes how many of them are going to move for liberty most of them aren't no because they're because they're also concerned about things like is the last thing he brought up ron paul was a scam well, the idea that Ron Paul raised all this money and he didn't win any elections, so therefore he was a scam? I, I don't think he was a scam. I think that, I, you know, I don't think Ron Paul was as serious about being president as a lot of his uh, supporters were serious about him being president, you know? Right, right. I, Wait I, a minute. I don't, li- I don't like the... I, I, yeah, I have a problem. What do you with mean the re- he wasn't serious about it? Well, he knew it was a long shot at best. He said that from the beginning, his main his he said and he that ran his, his campaign main like that. He said his main purpose was to get the message of freedom and liberty out there more right. than to get elected himself. That's why I he said never missed, money. He never missed a, a single vote in the House. What about the rest of them? They they let uh, their senatorial seats just ride while they were out running for president. They took it seriously. He didn't. I don't think I don't think that's he fair. He put his Mark. presidential campaign on hold while he um, ran, while he uh, ran for, re-ran for his house seat because he knew he could get that. Well, yeah, he knew he was gonna wasn't gonna win the presidency, but he never said he was going to win. He never said he was. I mean, he he made it very clear that it was an educational mission. I don't think there was anything scamish about that. I knew exactly what I was contributing money towards, and you, I was you were contributing money towards the libertarian message being spread. Right. Many people were contributing money towards Ron Paul be, being the next president of the United States. Well, I'm sorry if this was their very first libertarian campaign they've ever paid any attention to, but Ron Paul did better than any other libertarian candidate has ever done in the history of the libertarian movement. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy them on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Those features include updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about the show. Go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. I sent out uh, actually a couple updates today. One of them was about the auction we're doing. You can go to auction.freetalklive.com. Place your bid on the second banner on our website. So it's right up there, almost at the top. That's the top. That's uh, the big one. You will get it. Uh, not quite the big one. The big one's Sakel CAI, and that one's not going anywhere. It's but not going anywhere ever. So. Second to Sakel, uh, you can bid on that, get it for an entire month to promote whatever you want to promote, pretty much. I mean, we reserve the right to reject it if it's something awful, like, I don't know, racism or something like that. But otherwise, pretty much anything goes. Uh, so place your bid. Bidding starts at a buck. Head over to auction.freetalklive.com. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep those clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com. All right. So want to continue this uh, short discussion about Ron Paul, and we'll get back into the phone calls here. But the uh, caller earlier to, uh, earlier this hour suggested that Ron Paul was a big old scam, and he took a bunch of people's money and didn't do anything. <laughs> well, I gotta say, all the money I donated to him is money well spent in my eyes. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, I feel good about the money I the spent. The fact that the Ron Paul revolution occurred was worth the money that I uh, that I I donated, right? Uh, spent, donated, whatever. I understand that there may be some people out there that don't have perspective. Uh, that uh, they don't, you know, they've never been involved in a libertarian campaign before, and they see Ron Paul's, you know, pulling five percent down south, four percent uh, up to seven or eight percent up here in the northeast, and you know, certainly bigger percentages in the caucuses, but pulling, you know, not doing so great. Though he did outperform uh, Rudy Giuliani in many in many cases, uh, Fred Thompson as well. So I mean, he didn't do terrible. And McCain in some cases too. Right. So, uh, but I can understand that people not having experience could see that and be disappointed and want to lash out and be very angry at Ron Paul or his campaign. Was his campaign managed as well as it could have been? I don't know. I'm not a campaign management expert. I'm not going to comment on that. doesn't really matter to me. When you give money to a political campaign, you pretty much know that it's not going to be spent in the way you would have spent it. That much you can be, sh- you can be sure of. Uh, but you give money to a, a political campaign like a Ron Paul campaign... Because it's doing something valuable. That's why you're giving money to them, because you want them to continue doing it. Was it the best way to spend $20 million? No. No, not at all. I won't ever go to bat to suggest that a political campaign is but the best way to spend money. But you could get people to donate $20 million to any other cause, though. That's Ron exactly right. Paul was feasible. as you know, he's, he's been elected right. 11 terms there in was the nothing, House of Representatives. There was nothing else going on out there to compete with him to donate to. Somebody suggested at one point that like a libertarian movie would be a cool thing to spend $20 million on. And I would agree. Absolutely, that's the case. But there's no one out there producing that movie asking people for money. If they're producing the movie, they're doing it with their own money, or they've got investors, and that's already something they've ironed, you know, ironed shut. Like you say, Mark, there's nothing else out there to contribute to. That was the uh, the campaign of the moment, and millions of people decided to throw some money in, or at least hundreds of thousands. I don't know what the totals were, but a lot of people decided to throw money in, and they got exactly what they paid for. They got a political campaign that went out there and talked about liberty, and is still out there. He hasn't withdrawn from the race. 
you know, and it, it, when I saw him speak, the, the the times that I did see him speak, it was one of the most exciting um, moments. It certainly, as far as a, a politician ever goes, in my life, I I really enjoyed it. You well, know, he he awoke so many people. I mean, he there were so many instances where I got to talk to people about freedom and liberty through Ron Paul that I might not have gotten the the. Uh, the chance to otherwise talking about say presidential candidates and get into Ron Paul and then can segue that into talking about the greater issues of freedom and liberty and smaller government from there. Some of those conversations wouldn't have been possible if Ron Paul wasn't running. Mm. So it's, it's just those small conversations with say coworkers or something that I'm not going to convince them overnight sure. but that Ron Paul gave me an in. And then, so now they know my political background and they ask me questions every now and then. And slowly but surely changing some minds. So while he was able to change minds when he was going across the country, well, it also gave ins for other people to talk about his message as well. The toll-free number here for you is 800-259-9231. You're welcome to comment on this or whatever's on your mind. So we continue with your phone calls. Let's go to Ed in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ed. How's it going, guys? Hey, uh, great. I guess my comments are directed towards uh, all these conspiracy theorists. And, okay. Uh, what the, what the true danger is to us that are serious about the freedom movement is that if Washington is successfully able to portray those of us that are serious about the freedom movement and, and, and one day achieving liberty, if they can portray us to the non-participating members of, of American society as a bunch of crackpots, as a bunch of you know conspiracy theorists, Mm-hmm. Then what, what that enables them to do is things like they did to, to uh, Bernard uh, von Nathaus, just to go in there, confiscate all his property without warrants, without anything, in broad daylight, and basically get away with it. You're talking That's about Bernard von Nathaus from the Liberty Dollar. They took millions of dollars in silver and gold and, uh, and actual hard currency because, well, they don't like competition. Oh, sure, they don't like competition, but what I'm getting at is what enabled them to do that in broad daylight and get away with it is that the, the non-participating members of American society regard us in, in the freedom movement, lib, uh, libertarians, as these conspiracy theorists, aliens, UFOs, and all this other wacky nonsense. They I've, I've been accused of just that myself, and, yeah. you know, uh, you know uh, somebody said, you're a libertarian. Do you believe in aliens? <laughs> and I said, well, uh, I, I believe that perhaps there's you know, t- life on an, uh, other planets, and I imagine some of it's intelligent, but I really don't believe in um, interstellar, you know, interstellar space travel. I don't think that uh, any of it's visited here, um, but I don't think that that really has anything to do with me being a libertarian <laughs> any more than it would have anything to do with me there being uh, people that believe in aliens that are Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm. My dad was a... Uh, believed in aliens, and he was the president of the local um, AFL-CIO chapter. He was a Democrat, blue and blue. So, yeah, yeah. And again, I mean, these things are all fascinating. I mean, some of them I find fascinating. But as you gentlemen have stated on numerous occasions, it has absolutely nothing to do with the battle between freedom and socialism and freedom and communism. It has absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with it. And, and you know, and in fact, every time we discuss it, bring it up, attach any of this stuff to ourselves. We damage ourselves. We're assisting Washington. You know, we're, we're already out-capitalized. I mean, we don't have uh, any money to compete against Washington. We don't have guns or bullets. We have nothing at our disposal. I mean, we're, we're, we're outnumbered, uh, you know, 100 to 1. And, uh, 
you know, this is, you know, just it helps to further assist them to just walk all over us without having to fire a single shot. Yeah, I think it's an excellent point, and it's something that Ron Paul during his campaign was running into to a whole lot. People yep. were portraying him as a nut because he had uh, conspiracy theory, theorists who supported him. Therefore, he must be a conspiracy theorist. So it's something that exactly. he was trying to and shake off his whole campaign. All right, and when they uh, shut him out of the debates, uh, was there any great outcry among the, the U.S. population? No, because he's a libertarian. He's a nut. Even when you looked at the commentators, Ron Paul, he's a nut. He's that libertarian guy. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no outcry in America that, you know, a candidate was not being heard, that it was intentionally being, you know, blackballed from participating. Well, in to, to be the, fair to most Americans, they just don't pay attention to politics. So they're just too busy to care at all, just to be yeah. fair to them. And, you know, I, I just think that we, we really, you know, those of us that are serious about the, the freedom movement, we really need to get a lot more professional about how we go about conducting, you know, this, this battle against Washington. And, uh, it, you know, again, it's, it's, if, if we don't prevail in this, and not to sound overly dramatic, but, I mean, we do represent yep. liberty's last gasp. I mean, it's, you know. Freedom in America is at stake. You're absolutely What's right, that? Ed. It was a great call tonight. Thank you for making it. Not just the conspiracy theorists, but the white supremacists, too. We get painted with that same brush. 1-800-259-9231. Certainly, Ron Paul came up against that as well. You're right. 800-259-9231. Yep. Uh, you can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. Still time for your calls here. Uh, and let's see who we got here. Ryan is coming up. Paula is on the line. We'll okay. talk to Paula and uh, take your calls about whatever. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything. The toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy them on us. And if you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, then shop with us at the Free Talk Live store. Just go to store.freetalklive.com. Order all kinds of great Free Talk Live branded merchandise from T-shirts to hats to hoodies and more. You'll find it all at store.freetalklive.com. We go to the phones and the fun. Paula in Florida, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Paula. Hi, guys. Uh, there was a few things I want to touch on, some of the things that you just said or were talking about. Um, Ron Paul, for instance, uh, he is very serious about being president, and I just jumped all over CNN because they're now putting Nader's name up there instead of his. And uh, I even called the FBI on him about voter fraud. But anyway, uh, this thing that you're talking about, the chemtrails, um, a gentleman came on coast to coast one night that it's actually doing this, and there are poisons they're using, aluminum, uh, lithium, uh, a lot of different stuff they're using. They so wait, you're claiming a, someone, a who, someone who claims to be spraying people came yeah, on coast he, to coast? Yeah, he, he was actually part of it, yeah, and he came on the air and told about it. I didn't know they told the pilots. You do understand, yeah. uh, Paula, that... That the, the people that call coast to coast, anybody can call that show and no, an tell a crazy pilot. story. It was an actual pilot that did this. How do you know anyway, that? Anyway, also they also he said so. The HIV, they also spread the HIV by plane. Also HIV. Yeah, wow. I thought it was blood, bloodborne. They started here in Florida. They went all over the United States. Then they How come went I didn't to Canada. Get it? They went to Europe. They spread it all over the place. I was in Florida. Now, do you need an open wound in order to actually... This stuff is so contagious, it's unreal. I mean, we had it... I mean, we found out... you don't have we it? Were, <laughs> we were given this back during our polio oral vaccines. That's when it was given to us as children. AIDS? And, uh, 
matter of fact, Discovery had the whole program. You're saying that there. HIV was in the polio vaccine? And Discovery yeah, reported they gave, it? they gave it, uh, yeah, in the oral polio vaccine, yeah. Sweet. See, Mark, your eyes have just been closed for so long. <laughs> yeah, but there, there is a cure for this stuff, okay, but they have, they're not telling anybody. It's, really? it's, it's, it's yeah, uh, reserved for the, uh, ba- the Bilderbergers. Huh? It's reserved for the Bilderbergers? <laughs> Now, I said there is a cure for this, and right, not telling right, anybody. Right, right, right. I was just thinking that, that, you know, that obviously if they're spraying it out of planes, um, that the Bilderbergers must have caught it when they were vacationing down in Florida. I don't know. All I know is when it was done, it was back during the 40s and 50s, okay, when they did this. It was it was mutated at Fort Detrick. And uh, anyway, they, they started here. My doctor knew about it. I mean, now, have you said, called your representatives? Oh, yeah, they know about it, yeah. Yeah? What are they doing about it? We're trying to get it stopped. They're trying, trying to get immunized. <laughs> no, there is no immunization for this. And I'm going to tell you something. It's more contagious than what anybody's saying. It's not a virus. It's a mutated bacteria. Hmm. It's called mycoplasma bacteria. Hmm. Sounds scary. Paula, thanks for the call on. tonight. 800-259-9231. All right, you can bring up whatever you want. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> By the way, uh, one of our affiliates... Uh, the program director at uh, KGEZ sent me this email here. Throw another bone to uh, you conspiracy theorists out there. The Pentagon, this from the actual defenselink.miles from a government website. Okay, The Pentagon Force Protection Agency's Chemical, Biological, Radiological, Nuclear Explosives Dictorate, or excuse me, Directorate, in cooperation with Arlington County, will conduct a comprehensive evaluation of a simulated chemical release. This is, by the way, dated about a month ago. In an urban area in early March, this cooperative test will occur in the Crystal City area and will provide information, blah, 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 in response to a chemical attack. So they will be releasing a colorless, odorless, tasteless, and inert tracer gas that they claim poses no health or safety hazards to people or the environment. And, you know, and then it goes on to tell you more about the gas and, you know, when they're planning it, how they're going to do the tests and all that. So more evidence that the government is indeed releasing some form of, uh, of chemical up in the sky. I don't think it's giving us all AIDS, though, as Paula said. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so either, uh, nor am I going to worry about that. And once again... It doesn't matter. It whether this what are we going to do about it? Right. It, whether this is true or not, it doesn't matter. And that's not because I'm trying to be all negative and say, oh, you can't do anything. No, you can do something. Well, if this were true, and I, I'm not, it seems to me if they are um, doing, you know, spraying things out of the back of planes, that they're try- probably trying to control the weather and not spraying crap on us uh, to, to kill us and well, mutate our babies. Well, the purpose here is to For test. For one, we're living longer. The uh, purpose here was to test response what, to a chemical attack. That's what that is. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm talking about the, the wider conspiracy to it. Move out of the United States. That's all you can do. There, there's a solution, yeah. But for the rest of us that actually want to live here and uh, and experience liberty, I wouldn't in want our... to live here if I thought they were spraying poison out of planes. Well, she just said me. it's in Europe too. These conspiracy theorists say it's all over the world. So. Well, you go to go to poor countries. Yeah. Uh, there's, I saw a really nice uh, little island called Moreau when I was down in Saint Vincent. I could the be island there. of Doctor Moreau. No, it's no. just Moreau, okay. Moreau, Moreau, something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Well, anyway, so once again, just to reiterate, it doesn't matter. Not for our purposes. My point on this show, the purpose uh, here, beyond to entertain, is to enlighten people as to what liberty is all about, what freedom is all about. And talking about this chemical stuff puts you in the realm of the crackpot conspiracy theorist. And I understand. There's a little bit of evidence that shows that it's been done in the past. We, we showed that earlier. Great Britain dusted, its, dusted chemicals over its population for 40 years. Okay? 
and uh, <clears throat> for various different reasons, whatever the, uh, the reasons were, the people there are still alive today. People today are living longer than they've ever lived, living longer, healthier lives than ever before. So it's still all of the claims of the conspiracy theorists fall right flat in the face of the evidence of reality. There's that fact. And then there's also, again, the, the idea that you are put into this, this world of the conspiracy theorist where if chemtrails are for real, then weather modification is for real, then all of the other crazy crackpot things they talk about are for real. Before you know it, you've lizard got to pull people. out the tinfoil hats. Yeah. And yeah, lizard people. That's what they, they believe that stuff, too. Not Some all do. of them. Some do. Right. You know, and, and it's just it's really difficult to know where does the rabbit hole end for these people. Right. I, for one, say there's no need to send anyone down the rabbit hole. The liberty, uh, the, the liberty message is very simple. Don't harm others. Don't support those who harm others. That's freedom. You can live life how you want so long as you don't hurt anybody. That's the message I'm trying to get across. I'm not trying to talk about all the different evil things government has done. We could pick from a whole smorgasbord of things. Is it smorgasbord or board? Smorgasbord. Anyway, we could pick from a whole bunch of things. A cornucopia Mm -hmm. of uh, things that the government has done that's awful. But the things we choose on this show don't require a leap of faith. They don't require that you accept a claim. You can go and you can look, you can find story after story of police abuse. You can find story after story of government graft and corruption. There's no questioning it. There's no, you know, wondering whether or not it's true. That's what we use on this show because it's understandable by most of the population. It's something where you can say, here you go, Time Magazine, or here you go, Fox News, or MSNBC, or whatever the source is. We don't have to go run around through these underground websites trying to unearth the truth about what's going on in the skies or what's going on with 9-11 or what's going on with you fill in your favorite conspiracy there. Am I making myself clear? Oh, abundantly. I'm done talking about it. Me too. But they're not going to be done calling. So there never are. I always just have to lay it out there. We're again. always going to be controlled by our, uh, you know, Jewish banker overlords or whatever. If we don't want to talk about whatever the conspiracy theorist du jour wants to talk about, every single time we are gatekeepers for the Bilderbergers. Shh, I, I just don't care. It's so ludicrous. And all of these conspiracy people. They're so all they do is they talk. All they do is they talk, or that guy sits out on his back porch, smokes his cigarettes, and gets paranoid about you know the planes flying through the sky. All your paranoia and your concern and your research does nothing. It does nothing to change anything. We're doing something. We moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project to get active for liberty. That's real activism. That's something that makes a difference. You guys can do all the research you want. Good yep. luck changing anything. Smoke cigarettes. Watch the clouds. one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We go to Ryan in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ryan. Ryan in New Hampshire. Going hey, once. Guys. Hello. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, to Mark Ivy sends her regards. Thank you. <laughs> now, um, I have some news for you from uh, over here in the real world uh, from the New Hampshire State House today. Okay. Um, as uh, Dennis told you yesterday, a writer was stuck onto an already horrible bill uh, to try and get an extension for Real ID. Now, um, today was that hearing. Well, the hearing started today. 
and there were so many opponents that they had to uh, move to a larger conference area. That's wow. always a good thing. Oh, always. Um, now, they didn't hear a whole lot about the actual real ID portion of the bill. They first listened to the the bill as it was before, which is already horrible. I'm and, hoping something tangible happened that you'll tell us about, will you? Uh, sure. Hang on. 800-259-9231. The fight against Real ID is happening here in New Hampshire, also out in Montana. And I think South Carolina is the other state. There are only three states. So odds are good your state, they're playing right along with the federal government. And you're going to have a national ID card soon. But hopefully we can hold the line for freedom. We'll tell you more about it coming up here in Hour 3. It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching in hour number three of the show. And you, as always, can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We go back to the phone calls. It's Ryan in New Hampshire. Ryan, go ahead and just uh, recap here, because you had called right at the very, or we took your call right at the end of uh, the last hour, uh, so our new listeners here in the third hour have no idea what you were talking about. So go ahead and just recap real quick. Okay, I was at a uh, New Hampshire House uh, hearing today. Uh, the Senate uh, tried to put a rider onto an already horrible but completely unrelated bill uh, to ask the governor to ask for an extension uh, for Real ID. This is after state law prohibits New Hampshire from complying with Real ID. Okay. So I went to the hearing today, and there was such a big crowd that they had to uh, make it into a bigger uh, conference room. room. Yeah. Yes. They only had uh, an hour for the uh, committee meeting, so they only had pretty much other state reps to speak against it, mm-hmm. except for the one sponsor who seemed to be pretty upset that that provision was added to the bill in the first place. What most of them talked about was the bill itself, which was expanding some of the police powers of the attorney general that he shouldn't have in the first place. And most of the committees already seems to already be uh, looking at not only killing the bill, but stripping away some of the powers that the law already gives him. So that's definitely a plus. Okay. Now, uh, I'm sorry? Okay. Now, um, they adjourned the meeting until uh, Thursday morning at 10. So it's really imperative that everyone in New Hampshire and surrounding areas can be there uh, Thursday at 10 a.m. So you're saying uh, they never actually got around to talking about the real ID issue? Uh, they got around to talking to it for a, uh, talking about it for a bit, but uh, they just they wanted to address the first part of the bad bill first before even getting to that, and then it's probably going to be bounced to a few more committees too because it's such a cluster f of a bill that um, it falls under the purview of several of them. So. so- Here's my question for you, Ryan. What if they actually push it through? What if they go through with this real ID thing here in New Hampshire? Are you going to accept one? Oh, no. Okay. uh, I was actually on the news today, I found out. They made me look really fat. um, (laughs) Camera adds 10 pounds. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, um, but like I said, it's very imperative. And, oh, tomorrow 
uh, you'll be able to uh, see the Ridley report of the demonstration we did after the hearing uh, where we got hassled by the uh, Capitol security to uh, – he tried to say we needed a permit to demonstrate, which, <laughs> of course, comes as news to me. No, they were just making it up, right? Yeah, well, what happened was um, after a short conversation about um, constitutional rights, he decided he was going to go uh, get some more people, and apparently whoever, whatever people he went to go get um, explained to him, <laughs> right. uh, you can't do this because he never showed back up. <laughs> nice. So that will be on the Ridley Report at RidleyReport.com? Yes, should be up there probably tomorrow. Very good, Ryan. Thanks for the call tonight, and uh, thanks for the activism here in New Hampshire, trying to keep it as free as possible. <laughs> You know, it, it, even if you don't agree with the particular activism that's going on, whether you think that uh, doing politics is silly or whether you think that uh, doing civil dis- disobedience is you know, pointless or whatever, people in New Hampshire are doing something, and they're not doing anything in other states. Yeah. Now, the real ID issue is alive and well, um, it, apparently in Montana, doing really good there, but it's true. I, I have people taken to the street, um, taken to the streets protesting, or is, is Montana just lucky to have a governor that says, hey... Federal government, go to hell. I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe Jeremy in Montana will uh, be able to answer it for us listening on KGEZ. Hello, Jeremy. Jeremy, Montana. Hello. Hello. Instead of of dwelling on, um, you know, conspiracies and all this kind of stuff, I decided to do something today because the other night um, some officers came to my door and entered my trailer illegally. Hmm. Were you cranking up the tunes again, Jeremy? No, 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 no. I I, I was just uh, having a loud conversation with myself, and there's no law against that, is there? Nope. (laughs) Okay. You know, and and so they said that was disorderly conduct and came in my little trailer here and threw me up against my cupboards and placed handcuffs on me. For talking to yourself loud. Right. Now, Jeremy, hold on a second. They they just came in? Yes. You did not uh, let them I, in? Well, it, it was probably uh, thought uh, it was a domestic dispute. Uh, after I asked them not after I asked them not to come in for it. Do they do I you mean? have a lock on your door? Well, it it was open I, I was letting the Montana spring air in and all of a sudden I mm. threw, and I did make a official written complaint today with the sheriff. So I am trying to get something done about you know, police okay. officers just uh coming in people's houses and taking advantage it's of people step. and crap like that. And I wanted to read something real quick, if I might have a moment of your time. Sure, so go ahead, the, land, the general misconception is that any statute passed by legis- legislators bearing the appearance of law constitutes the law of the land. The U.S. Constitution is a supreme law of the land, and any statute to be valid must be in agreement if impossible for a law which violates the Constitution to be valid. This is succinctly stated as follows. All laws which are repugnant to the constant Constitution They're are invalid. Null There's void. no doubt about it. So which law are you calling out is invalid here, Jeremy? Uh, illegal searching. I mean, because I didn't have anything in my house, so there's checks and balances. So they entered my house illegally and arrested me for disorderly conduct. I feel that the charge should be thrown out. Well, good luck with that. Let us know how it goes, all right? And thank you for the call tonight. You know, I wonder, what would uh, if there are any law enforcement officers out there listening, how would one keep cops out of one's house if you're enjoying you know, the spring breeze? If you've got your front door open and all the windows open, and the, 
is there any way? I mean, can you like hang a little sign down from the door frame or something that says bureaucrats no cops? Not, yeah. Bureaucrats not allowed. Right. No, I was, no I government was, people. I was told by the police um, one time they entered my house. Uh, this was years back when my door was just it was broken, so it couldn't mm-hmm. shut. And they told me that if it's open a crack, even ours was broken, so it couldn't latch. If it can't latch, it's free to enter. So that's what the the cops in Keene at least told me that if it's even open a crack or broken or anything like that, they're free to enter. It counts as an open doorway, and anyone can waltz right in. I I, I would take a different stand on such a, the approach. Of course, but that's, when, that's uh, their the, opinion. The things that uh, <laughs> cops tell teenagers are a little different than what cops talk to adults about. So. Very true. Yeah. Well, what? Ha- okay. Well, if that's true. Does that mean that anybody can walk in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if if somebody's just walking down the street and they happen to notice that someone's front door is open, is that that is that an open house policy? That, an not, invitation. <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard of breaking and entering, so obviously this wouldn't involve breaking, but it's still entering. Is that is the entering part not actually a crime? Well, it could be trespassing. Trespassing, yeah, but then you'd have to have a sign up, right? So, so no, I don't think I no, you don't have to have a sign up for uh, no trespassing. No, you are you don't. sure? Absolutely. Why do they have those signs? Why do they put people in prison for trespassing when they um, when they were on a place that didn't have a sign? Well, maybe they had to be asked to to leave. And I they think didn't that trespassing leave. on land is a different issue than trespassing in a structure. You think you just can walk into somebody's house because That's the, what the doors cops are open? saying? The cops are saying you can They're walk right in. They're lying to a teenager. All right. I just want to know from a law enforcement officer if anywhere any of them are listening. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. How I to think keep that if they cops think out without if they think door. a crime is being committed in, in Jeremy's instance, uh, you know, if he's talking to himself loud, somebody might uh, be under the impression that there's a domestic dispute going on. Perhaps he's banging on the table while he talks to himself loud. Mm -hmm. Then they could perhaps think that somebody's banging somebody's head against the wall. Then I I think they've got some probable cause to enter a trailer. I'm I'm sorry uh, to Jeremy or, you know, about him getting thrown up uh, against... You don't agree with anything that cops do, so it doesn't matter what you you agree. Nobody, Nobody called the cops in that particular instance. How do you know? Well, I don't know. What that. if the next door neighbor called the cops? I think well, that, that could be a domestic problem. dispute going on. That could be a problem. What if somebody just called the cops on you, claiming they thought there was a domestic excuse or a dispute? Or what if the cops just don't like you, and so they made it up that they heard you banging around in there, and you thought they were that there was a domestic dispute? No, I'm sorry, that's not probable cause in my book. That's that's just harassment. What if what if what if they hear like bang bang bang, and then somebody goes ah? <laughs> Is that probable cause? Could be a TV show. <laughs> See, nothing. There is no excuse for what a cop does That's in right. your mind. That's right. 1-800-259-9231. You Just can as long bring as up you anything. Show them true colors, baby. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. The show is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those on us, including live streams, broadband version of the show, and a dial-up version, both free for you at freetalklive.com. Are you thinking about starting a business? Here's a word to the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help uh, protect you against frivolous lawsuits that can wipe you out. LegalZoom.com, it's fast and easy. I've, I've, I actually did a will there, and it was fast and easy. And cheap, too. If you had a lawyer do a will, it would have been hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I think it was 50 or 60 bucks. And did bill. you save 10 bucks? I did. I put an FTL. They, they do all sorts of legal documents. Actually, I didn't save 10 bucks because 
they gave it to me for free so I could try out the service and be able to say it's fast and oh, easy. Oh, that was nice of them. It was fast and easy. In fact, I did it probably in uh, maybe 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Yeah. Damn. I, yeah. Normally it takes me you know, forever to just figure out what the legalese says on this legal you, stuff. Well, they ask you questions. You answer the questions. It fills Tells out the it form in for you. you. Huh. It's easy. Use that? code FTL to save $10 off your order. That's LegalZoom.com. And it doesn't matter what state you're in either, right? Because there's usually different forms for different states. They can handle that. Cool. All right, 800-259-9231. We uh, continue with your phone calls. Let's go to Floyd in Texas, listening on KTAE. Hello, Floyd. Floyd, Texas. KTAE, going once. Floyd in Texas, going twice. Let's try Dylan in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dylan. How are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind? Uh, nothing. Well, I just wanted to uh, quickly say, I, I kind of disagree with uh, one of the callers uh, brought up the notion that, you know, it, the reason Ron Paul didn't, part of the reason he didn't succeed is, uh, you know, because he was associated with uh, all the wacky tinfoil hat-wearing, lizard-loving uh, conspiracy theorists. And I just kind of think that that's not really accurate. I mean, of course, the media was going to use that to try to demonize him. But, I mean, really, libertarians already kind of had it. You know, it's, I think, been established for a while that libertarian or constitutional views are a threat to the establishment. So I think they're just using, uh, you know, the 9-11 truth movement because uh, it's a lot bigger at the moment than it was, of course, years before. I don't think and, that caller was suggesting that it was the conspiracy people that brought Ron Paul's campaign down. I think he was no, just he, suggesting that... he just that, said that that brings down, you know, that that, that sullies what libertarians are, is the uh, 9-11 well, truth stuff. Well, exactly, but I mean, it's like, you know, you can do that with any group. I mean, you know, you're going to have uh, Democrats, uh, if, if one's into something, does that mean all Democrats are into, you know, that? I'm just saying, I think that's oversimplifying. Oh, I, I, mean, I, I think you're right. I think that, um, yeah, Democrats are sullied with uh, the, the global warming thing, for instance. Um, yeah, absolutely. Pretty much, and I know Democrats who don't believe in it. Absolutely, but in fact, it's it's a Democrat platform. But they're so yeah. big, it doesn't matter. Like for the Democrats and right. the Republicans, global warming, even though it's crappy science and uh, you know essentially something close to uh, you know pagan worship of uh, the, the Earth, it doesn't seem to matter. Well, for them, it seems to have almost taken over the movement. Same with the Republicans. I mean, they're saddled with the old school Republicans that actually believe in smaller government are saddled now with the neo conservatives who are now representing the movement and uh, representing their party, and it makes them look bad, too. So, I mean, you're right. To, to an extent, all political parties suffer from this, or political groups suffer from the, you know, the problem of not being able to control who comes in. It's just that the libertarians suffer uh, greater because the, the, the party's so new or the movement is, is so new. And so I, I can understand both sides, and, and I think you're right, and, and the caller earlier was correct, too. Yeah, well, I just think, um, I mean, I consider myself a member, I don't even like to say that because it sounds cult-like or something, of the uh, 9-11 truth movement, but I mean, I just think people out there, I do know, pe there are definitely people I know in that movement that freak me out, uh, you know, I don't go as far as some people do, and, uh, you know, but I, some of them are lacking common sense, I mean, like, for instance, when I went to vote, uh, you know, I dressed more like Michael Keaton, uh, than, than an activist, you know, oh, you, have a with a you have a Batman on <laughs> uh, uh, Did I say Michael Keaton? I mean Alex Keaton, excuse me. <laughs> fam family ties, sorry. Uh, no, but, I, you know, I didn't show up in, in my activist gear or anything like that, you know. It's, it was more I was trying to look like the prim and proper uh, neocon, and I just think pe people use uh, common sense. You know, I think there's room for everyone. It's just, you know, you got to, if, if you really believe in something, then just do 
the same way that they've been doing us. Okay, you sound us. like a relatively, uh, you sound like you've got it relatively together, unlike some of the conspiracy people that call in. So I'm going to throw out my uh, favorite question, since you are a an admitted 9/11 truther. What is your yeah. what is your end game? What is your purpose in uh, supporting that movement? Well, I mean, that's just one. Of, that's just part of my. You know, I, I share all the same platforms that are most of. I'd say ninety-five percent of the views of, of, of uh, you know, I consider myself a constitutionalist. So that's not my main focus. In fact, I've gotten frustrated with the movement when it's only focused on that. I mean, that to me is a big part of it, but that's only a piece of a very large puzzle. Um, the, the, the end, I guess the end game there would be just to that to me is just to bring to light that governments uh, tend to. Um, everyone for years has been so brainwashed into thinking that, and, and you all know that the gov- you know government does bad things to the people. And, you know, and I don't even find it necessary to bring up 9-11 with everyone. If I can start a conversation with someone about the Federal Reserve, then I'll start with that. You know, I think people also need to get smarter and, like, look at who they're talking to. If you're talking to someone who you can generally tell if they're just going to be completely turned off by that. Uh, for instance, if you're talking to a pro-war guy, then I like to bring up, uh, you know, how global warming is BS. Uh, if you're talking to someone who's a big global warming fan, then you, you start with the war or the Federal Reserve. You know, you get in like that, and then I think once people take the time to just read all the documents and stuff, <clears throat> they can broaden their horizons. And um, I wanted to say, I want to go back on this real quick. Uh, as far as the, and I want to say first, I'm agnostic on the chemtrail stuff, okay? Uh, I do know I, I saw a government website a while back that was detailing something along those lines, but my point is I'm agnostic. But I disagree with you when you say that, you know, what are you going to do about, you know, it was kind of like you, you were looking for an answer, but. I think people can do things, uh, you know, if, if that person can figure out and prove that there's really chemtrail spring going on in their town, then what they do is they, they take the evidence and they go to their local environmental board or whatever would oversee that and maybe get it banned locally, do it at the local level. If people can get fluoride removed from their water locally, then why not that? Well, first of all, there is yeah. no there is no evidence, uh, so it's you know that would be relatively difficult to do. Uh, but if you know if that was something you could collect, then yeah, you'd have a point. But no one well, has that's ever. What I mean, I just mean hypothetically. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not. An There's advocate. no evidence, and most of these people they just sit on their back porches, smoke cigarettes, and look up at the sky and think they're doing something important. You know, you actually sound uh, like you've got a head on your shoulders, and uh, you know, thank goodness you're not going around leading with the uh, the 9/11 truth issue. I just see it as a complete waste of time. Uh, you know, all these people that are into it, they've spent hours and hours. Many of them brag that they've spent 500 hours research. Searching 9/11, and for what? I mean, what has it gotten you? How has that helped yeah. advance liberty? How has it done anything to help the movement of uh, advancing freedom in our lifetime? And the fact is, it it hasn't. Well, and most it of won't. them don't, don't even care about liberty. Really, they they just care about their conspiracy theory or whatever. Yeah, and, well, and it, it just and a lot of 9/11 truthers are just Democrats. Well, and it's the conspiracy theory of the moment too. You know, there was one before that. Uh, it was the Oklahoma City bombing, and then you know before that it was JFK, and all of it. Not you know all of it. Has had no effect whatsoever on advancing liberty in our lifetime. So I'm glad that you at least pick and choose based on who you're talking to. You sound like you at least have a head on your shoulders. Thanks for your call tonight. 800 259 9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Anything goes. This is your show if you make the call. 800 259 9231. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line is Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Get interactive on the wiki. Over 1,500 pages created by listeners just like you. You can go and edit them. It's like the listener editable version of our website. Head over to wiki.freetalklive.com. It's free, of course. That's wiki, wiki.freetalklive.com. Attention, libertarians! This summer, the Institute for Humane Studies will be holding 14 seminars on liberty and libertarian thought at locations across the country. If you're a college student or a recent graduate and interested in thoughtful discussion and challenging lectures, we want you to attend. Participation is free. Apply by March 31st. Find out more at libertarianseminars.com. That's libertarianseminars.com. All right, we continue with your phone calls. Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Gene. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, I wanted to, first of all, talk about Ron Paul. Yes, please. I guess, Do you feel I scammed, Gene? Someone called earlier suggesting Ron Paul was a scam. Hey, I must have not got the memo because I'm still trying to get this guy in the White House. So I must have missed something. But, uh, keep I'm, on I'm swinging, Gene. Real hard. Huh? Keep on swinging. I'm going to keep swinging until the very end. But, uh, you know, I'm still waiting for uh, McCain to keel over. But, uh, you know, since uh, Hillary got on the air and talked about what a what a war hero she is, I'm thinking about changing my vote for Hillary now. <laughs> no, she's a war hero, that's right. What did, I think I yeah. heard something about this. Didn't somebody say that she had claimed that she was under fire when she got off a helicopter, but Sinbad oh, yeah, was I, there with her and he yeah. said nothing of the sort happened? I, I think she might have got a bullet hole in her skirt or something. <laughs> You but, know, uh, I, ma- I imagine that uh, you know, she's, even if they if she gets called on it, she's just going to say, "Oh well, you know, the Secret Service said that there was machine gun fire in the area." So I don't know. know. I saw that I saw some video supposedly that was taken from that day, and she was out there shaking hands, taking pictures and stuff. Right, <laughs> like any funny. politician <laughs> is going to land under fire. She's she's a politician. What do you want? Yep. Okay, Ron Paul's not a politician. That's uh, he, he's a real guy. But, uh, well, by I definition, talk- he is a politician, but he's certainly not in the league of those others. There's no doubt. Yeah, he, he is not the politician type, even though he's presently employed that way. Mm-hmm. So, about conspiracy, yeah, I've counted myself among the conspiracy nuts, and I'm a little... You know, I, I see your guys' side of the argument. I think that you tend not to see the other side of the argument. And I see you guys kind of making the same mistake that you accuse... The churches of doing our religions of doing and that is being a divider rather than a uniter in on the side of liberty we need everybody now this is something that you may take a lesson from ron paul because ron paul even though he says that he doesn't buy into the conspiracy stuff you won't see him saying they're a bunch of wackos you see to unite everybody you have to accept them as they are and you have to use whatever tools they have in order to fight for liberty now, you don't I don't want to be get, seen with them. Well, don't don't be seen with them, but don't call them names. I mean, I don't want to be seen with people wearing rainbow sweatshirts either, but I don't call them names. You know, this is the thing is everybody has to work together for liberty. You don't get liberty by saying that a bunch of people are nuts. Even did I call, did nuts. I say that last guy on the phone was nuts? No, not at all. No. I said he had a head on his shoulders and he was approaching things sensibly. Earlier, you go back and listen to the tape earlier you were and i'm just saying 
that all you're doing is stirring up a hornet's nest when you do stuff like that because there are a lot of good points on the conspiracy side. That's why I believe in a lot of these conspiracies. But like everything else, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. It does not lie clear on the Alex Jones side, and believe it or not, it doesn't lie where you guys sit either. The truth is somewhere in the middle. There are definitely government plans to to throw crap in the atmosphere for whatever, for weather modification or all this other stuff, but you also have to temper that with common sense. In other words, 30,000 feet is not the place you want to spray something if you're trying to get the people below you because... Plus everyone's living longer. Right, and and Gene, don't forget, I said that I... I said that I'm pretty reasonably, you know, I wouldn't doubt for a second that they're trying to um, control the weather. What I said is, you can't do anything about it. And and I never call, you yeah, know, if no, I've called somebody can't. crazy, then it would have only been like an, an individual caller. I have suggested that the conspiracy people make, no. you know, make us look crazy. They make us look and, wacky. Go, go back and play it. Go back and play it. You said, those people are all a bunch of wackos. That's the, your exact words. Now, I can I can go back and download it tomorrow and play it for you tomorrow if you want. But uh, well, what I'm know, trying to say, you're probably right. the point I'm trying to make is not what, not, I'm not trying to get on a spitting match with you. What I'm trying to make is you need everybody on the side of liberty. You need the wackos. You need the, the people that believe in little green men. You need the homosexuals. You need the Christians. You need everybody on the side of liberty. You can't be a divider. You've got to be a uniter. Now, I want to see... The Black Panthers fighting alongside the Ku Klux Klan. I don't think I it's going to happen. I don't think you can you unite certain program. groups. Talk about utopian. I've told you that before, and it can happen. It can happen when you get both sides to say, you know what, we've got a bigger enemy, and that enemy is the people that are trying to take away our liberty. Well, wait, shouldn't we be trying together. to unite them too, Gene? Yes, absolutely. What, do you, what did I just say? No, the people that are trying to take our liberty is what Yeah, the said. bad guys. Shouldn't we unite with them too? You can unite a lot of them because there are some of those people who are trying to take our liberty, like the guys on the SWAT team, that don't realize what they're doing. So, yes, you've got to reach out to the SWAT team guys. You've got to reach out to the people in Congress, for instance, that are constantly voting on these bills. You've got to say, hey, you know, there's a better way. That's well, what Ron Gene, Paul if I said they're all basis. wackos, I didn't mean it. And uh, you know, maybe I was getting caught up in the heat of the moment. I don't recall saying that. I might have suggested that they were, uh, you know. It's certainly frustrating to have our entire yeah. show uh, sidetracked by the, these things, because that, that seems Believe how it me. always Cle- goes. Clearly, they're not all Believe wackos. Me. Some of them are very intelligent. We've had a, a you and the, the gentleman that called before you, obviously very intelligent people that believe in conspiracy theories. And, and again, you know, if you want to get into the definition of conspiracy, then it's just two people uh, plotting to do something in secret. And certainly there are conspiracies out there, so there's no doubt about that. Uh, so, you know, if I said that okay. earlier, I, I take it back. I'm not trying to divide anybody. But at the same time, I also don't want to be around the people that are just pushing conspiracy theories. So yes, I also, I'm not interested in uh, in spending time with those people. I'm not interested in being associated with them. I don't want people to think I'm part of uh, of their organization or their movement because people do view them as wacky or wackos, and many of them absolutely are. Uh, and I don't want those people around. Is that okay, or do I have to associate with them? Well, I'm just trying to tell you how to. And number one, if you don't want to spend as much time on it on your program. You need to not be the divider. You need to just brush it aside, you know, treat each caller with respect and go, oh, yeah, okay, well, I don't really believe that. Thank you very much for your call and move on to the next thing. But when you go 
ah, they're a bunch of wackos and nutcases, then you, then you guarantee you're going to get a, 10 more phone calls. You see what I'm saying? Thank you for the call tonight, Gene. 800-259-9231, SACL CAI toll-free line. Now, you guys were sitting here with me uh, as we were doing the show tonight. Was I goading them in that way? Yeah. Um, when the guy called in, uh, the, the first guy called in on uh, chemtrails, you know, you you said, they're contrails! And, and yeah, absolutely. You know, that guy... <laughs> you can, picked on him. It can be tough not to sometimes. I understand. When you have it over and over again, I'm I'm the same way. I mean, to a certain point, I don't want to be associated with someone. So someone thinks of libertarianism. I go and say, so what are your beliefs? I go, well, they're in alignment with libertarianism. It's the best way to describe it to someone who has never heard of it before. And when they think of it as libertarian, oh, contrails, uh, conspiracy theories, I don't really want that association, and that's what I see a lot of times when I am entertaining these thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah, and I can't just have, uh, you know, Free Talk Live is the show you can call in and talk about anything, but at the same time, I want to discuss the issues and make sure that people understand where where we all stand. So if someone calls in to start talking about some sort of, you know, whack job, uh, tinfoil hat conspiracy, then I'm going to call them onto the carpet. Well, you could ask questions. One of the things that you did was ask, well, how come we aren't sick? You know, how, how, how we're living, we're living, longer. Li- living longer. Right. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a great question for um, you know people that believe that they're spraying chemicals in right. the sky. It wouldn't be as in- an entertaining of a show. I it, think that there might be sp- spraying chemicals in the sky to control the weather. I don't know. It would not be as entertaining of a show if we were to just let somebody call in and say, okay, you've got 60 seconds, talk, and then hang up on them and take the next call. That's not interactive. It's not talk radio. More on the way. You can take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, but just enough time for your call at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Toby. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those and become an amplifier. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Send us three bucks a month. So we can take that money and reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations across the country. In fact, the AMP program continues to reap dividends uh, in the form of new stations. We just had, I can't, I I shouldn't say very much, but a major program director for a major company in the radio business emailed us out of the blue today, Mark. I, 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 I... It's the best email I've gotten in a long time. I have a feeling that it has a lot to do with uh, both the amplifiers and the money that we're spending promoting the show, because that's what the amp money does, but also individuals calling their local stations. I Mm. think that was a factor here, too, uh, because I know for a fact that people in this particular area had been calling recently. So that can also – it all adds up together. A little bit here, a little bit there makes a difference. The point of the AMP program is to send in money so we can reinvest it and advertise the show. Toby, you just opened up Talkers Magazine a moment ago, and what was the first thing you saw? Ian Bernard's face and his letter to the editor. Right. Well, that was there's that, but if you page through a few <laughs> more pages, uh, you actually see a half-page ad for Free Talk Live, which, you know, that's paid for by the amplifier dollars. Yeah. It's just one of the things that we're doing, one of the many things. Uh, and you can get a list of all the things we're doing at amp.freetalklive.com. And uh, get involved in the program. You get perks, too, like the AMP-only chat room. There's all kinds of people in there chatting away right now. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com, and also you'll access the AMP-only call-in lines, the forum, the AMP-only shrine of female listeners, and more. Once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. Now, if you can't afford to AMP, it's no big deal. You can't afford a phone call, right? So go to local.freetalklive.com to learn how, or actually, local FAQ will take you to the frequently asked questions, local FAQ. 
www.freetalklive.com. Learn how to call your local talk station and ask them for Free Talk Live if they don't carry us. And if they do carry Free Talk Live, then thank them. Let them know you appreciate the fact that they took the time to air this show on their station. So there's different ways you can help the show, and we appreciate all of them. 1-800-259-9231. To your phone calls, we go to Lee in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello, Lee. Lee, Montana. Hello. A couple of lighter notes to start off with. Uh, one anarchist, Gene, sounds like a guy I'd like to meet. He's a good guy. Yep. At least drink beer with him. Two, um, too bad he's in Texas, but Texas, Montana, we're kind of... Uh, Tennessee. He's a Tennessee. 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 They're yes. a good place, too. They're kind of uh, all tried to maintain a freedom, uh, liberty-based uh area and you know we all watch it just slowly getting pecked away at mm. us so um, what else is on your mind tonight lee well uh kgz is uh celebrating it's 81st that's our local radio station 81st birthday. isn't it the oldest independently owned station in america in the world wow never got sucked up by any of the big monsters uh there's one in pennsylvania that's older but it got bought up in the 50s and mm-hmm. now it's one of the big conglomerates so that's part of our thing. Now, this guy, he runs programming such as yours and uh, GCN programming for whatever that stands for. Covers a whole gamut of uh, things. He, you know, he's lost advertisers over it. Sure. Uh, but he does it because he wants the whole views, all the views out there. I mean, he even has Alan Combs on, for heaven's sakes. Well, in the world of controversial talk radio, there are always going to be problems with advertisers, and and really he he doesn't he doesn't even let it bother him. He takes it like a coin drop in the stock market and goes find somebody else. I'm sure he knows by now, and he's not here to talk about it with us. But I'm sure he knows by now that when you're bringing an advertiser on board with the controversial show, you've got to tell them in advance. You've got to say, look. People are going to complain, but that's okay, because that means people are listening to your ads, and it doesn't matter what they think of the show. What matters is they're hearing your advertisements. Well, that's right. Now, back to uh, conspiracy. I'd like to uh, do a little... All we have time uh, for is a little, my friend. We've got a bunch of calls on the line. A conspiracy versus a conspiracy theory, the difference. In other words, people might think there's a conspiracy between the libertarians to turn their state into a libertarian state. That would be a conspiracy. A couple people getting together. Well, it's a theory until they can prove it. They can actually prove it. You've got 500 people that move there. So the now, wait—is is, it a conspiracy if it's not done in secret? I think secrecy is an important portion of conspiracy, um, right? I think there's just—it's all. Well, that's what makes it a theory is the fact it's a secret. Once you get proof, mm-hmm. just like scientific uh, theory becomes a theorem. Once you get proof, it's a theory till you get proof. At that point. You have proof, and then you're trying to expand on it. The last thing, quickly, is if there's no chemtrails, China, Japan, and Germany just joined up here about six weeks ago with telling resolutions to the U.N. that they want to be exempt from chemical trail spraying. So it's in the U.N., and I have people looking into that trying to find out exactly how that was worded. Well, interesting so allegations. They apparently know there's something going on there that they don't particularly want their populace taken. taken uh, All right, Mark, what's our new technique party? with the uh, the chemtrail stuff? Um, do you support liberty, uh, the, the advancement of liberty? Talking to Lee? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm here. I, I, do you support yeah. the advancement of liberty? 
Great that I agree with whatever crackpot theory you're talking about. Thanks for the call, Lee. Appreciate it, man. There you go. 800-259-9231. I think Lee's awesome, and uh, you know, I, I, I honestly think he's one of the more reasonable guys that calls. Uh, let's see here. The definition of conspiracy, it is an evil, unlawful, treacherous, or surreptitious plan formulated in secret by two or more persons, also defined as any concurrence in action, uh, combination of persons. But I guess the Free persons. State Project isn't, is not a conspiracy. So it has no. to be evil? It has to be, well, it says also, no, definition three is a combination of persons for a secret, unlawful, or evil purpose. So generally... Conspiracy has a tendency to be sort of nefarious. So you couldn't conspire to do something nice for someone? I guess it would be fly in the face of the definition. You know, it's it's the it's, number one it's definition. Somebody, it's like somebody who's horribly good looking. <laughs> the know? number one definition is act of conspiring, and then if you look up conspire, uh, it's a verb to agree together, especially secretly, to do something wrong, evil, or illegal. So yeah, probably don't want to use the term conspire if you're doing something nice for someone. Let's continue with your calls. Dave in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Dave. Dave, Montana, going once. Life to the resistance, man. Hey, I guess it de- this, uh, it depends on what side of the conspiracy you're on, if it's evil or good. Mm-hmm. Because it was a pretty good conspiracy that started this country, huh? That's it's a good true. point. It's a good point. Because the, the British would have thought it was an evil conspiracy, but we thought it was a pretty good one. Right? And, and they were probably keeping it secret for a long time before they... Let on to the British that we don't we don't want them here no more. Dave, you have an original but, uh, you way of viewing things. You can't believe everything you see in here now, can you? Certainly you not. Know? And uh, the the chemtrails, it's because they blew off the ionosphere and they're putting a reflective substance up there so we don't burn up from the UV. Oh, that's a new one. I hadn't heard that one, one yet. Right? Yeah, that's it. Throw that one in there. Right. It's it's <laughs> actually they're trying to help the AM radio stations it's propagate like putting, further. Right. Like putting that lotion on the whole world. You know they they. <laughs> that's a lot of lotion. things. Because <laughs> not only is it the size of the world, you. but it's it's actually bigger than the world because you have to go all the way around it. Yeah. And then uh, the one guy, you know, he's talking about love your enemy because it makes things good, but that don't make good radio. You gotta, you know, pick on people. And like I'm thinking, Ian was picking on smokers a little bit too much tonight. He kept what? on saying smoking on the porch, smoking. Oh, that's <laughs> just because that was the example that <laughs> guy gave. You threw on smoking like it was a bad. Thing, I've smoked on the porch plenty right, of times, my cool. friend. Let me tell you, thanks for the call, Dave. We appreciate. Hey, it. You know, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. wait. I got. This Republican deal, man. What? I, th- I think it's hilarious. The Republicans, in their last dying act, reach out to Hillary because they're so afraid of Obama. You know what I mean? You, it's oh, like it's pathetic. Dave Hillary Day today yeah. or something. It just goes to show that anything's, it anything's shows game how in politics. These guys are, yep. man. You've nailed it. Dave, thanks for the call, man. Got to move on here. 800 259 9231. I look forward to the day when I can smoke on the porch again. Let's continue and talk to... Yeah, right. <laughs> what are you, global warming? <laughs> Jimmy oh, in California. At least summer. You know when I'm smoking those. Smoking <laughs> Jimmy, you're on the air. Yeah, you, well, yeah you, I've been on hold for a while. You guys caught me smoking on the porch. There you go. Um, hey, uh, you know, I, I kind of called about Ron Paul, and um, what I was calling about is, uh, you know, when Ron Paul uh, began his candidacy... Uh, you know, he didn't have a lot of support. He had support of libertarians, but, I mean, as far as people other outside of the libertarian movement, he didn't really have much support. So Ron Paul was pretty much going around, and he was talking to a lot of different people. And, uh, you know, he, he went ahead and made statements 
uh, you know, with the people he was talking about. And, uh, you know, over time he gained support. Mm-hmm. Uh, people started to believe in his candidacy. And, um, and I think for the most part, I think everybody, you know, never really expected that Ron Paul was going to be president of the United States. 20 seconds, Jimmy. But what they did do is, uh, you know, they got a voice out there in the mainstream, you know, even though he was cut off. Our, our voices were out there and heard, and more people heard about the Absolutely. movement, and everything started moving forward. You know, and it's and con- going to continue moving forward. It, we, he was a good catalyst to uh, to advance the movement of liberty. And thank you for the call tonight. It has been Ian here with you, and Toby, and Mark. We will return. You can join us uh, tomorrow night online at freetalklive.com, and join Toby at freemindstv.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.